Hey yo, it's the two Jew crew, robbing you, Seth. Run your mouth, express yourself, voicing our concerns and relieving your stress. And yeah, we do this shit for free, but you can pay in respect. Steady dropping knowledge and the issues are fresh. Yeah, the show is live, but we do it to death, most death. You know that no one does it better than us. But don't listen with your kids, cause we're likely to cuss. Weighing in on some dope topics. Lend an ear while we talk our shit. Cause you know we bound to be so profound. Make you think a little when we push it down. Let us do the talking, just relax and unwind. Laugh your ass off, baby, have a good time. Robin Youssef, yeah, we something sublime. Run your mouth, bitch, yo, we out of our minds. Break up, run your mouth. And welcome back to the oh, Run Your Mouth yeah. podcast. Let me tell you, I feel like you and I are single-handedly going to ruin the good vibe of this park with all of our public urination. <laughs> oh, we've now covered a couple spots, and I think I feel a piss coming also. There might be uh, another deposit that uh, happens in another 15, 20 minutes of this park. But I feel like in this situation, we're the assholes. It's like everyone else here seems to have perfect park etiquette. Oh, come on. And no. we're coming in with, or maybe they have bad park etiquette that they're not being, they're not bringing the douchebaggery. We're not being douchebags. Well, we're, I, uh, well, I guess public urination is maybe proper decorum for a park. I think it's That's acceptable. what parks are for. Yeah. yeah, you look the other way. Dude, it is like beautiful in that little tree alcove that I just peed in. You're going to have to check that out. I will. I mean, avoid my urine spot, but like yeah, you're going to have to fine. check that out. We can make that our official run your mouth. Why are we making official muckum kavuas here? For urinating? We said that we're, we're right, not doing that. Right, parks that. don't have that. Fair point. Okay. Since neither of us ate great sandwiches this week, and we don't have much to report on, I want to get right into this North Korea shenanigans. Now, from what I hear, you were enjoying a good episode of The Bachelor when it was interrupted. Yeah, it was... Uh, um, yeah, I got to see the... Actually, I fast-forwarded through most of it. <laughs> so I wanted to get back to The Bachelorette. Um, but yeah, saw the... Uh, but in terms of presidential, handshake. in terms of presidential drama, that's going to interrupt like that's th- the best. This is actually that's better the most entertaining. Yeah, this is actually better drama. Well, that's I why they interrupted it. Oh, because they just realized, hey, this is more entertaining. Like if it was something that was no, just news like I think per- it was more historic and groundbreaking. Like that, that deserved the the ABC live interruption. We interrupt this broadcast dun 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 bullshit yeah is that, is that the, that's their thing right when they interrupt maybe i made that i don't up. know sounded right. like nbc but oh was that dun 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 which ones were i don't know these things no i don't know abc's jingle all right so new york post article <laughs> king jong-un commits to complete denuclearization of the korean peninsula so i was reading this article and it said the document appeared to include a loose four-point agreement between the nations that the U.S. and the DPRK work for peace and prosperity, that the nations will work for a stable peace on the peninsula, and that they will work towards complete denuclearization of the Korean peninsula. And now I realized if every day on the way to work I found a homeless guy and I gave him a dollar, mm-hmm. you could say that I'm spending my life working towards ending homelessness. You understand that this standard of working towards, I know bullshit, that means that re- nothing. Yeah. That means nothing. We're going to commit ourselves to working towards means we're not going to do anything. (laughs) It means we've accomplished nothing. I'm committed. I'll work on that. You know how often I say I'm going to work on that. (laughs) 
You know what that means? Line. It is never going to happen. <laughs> it means you're going to do How's it How's Danny once? going? I'm working on it. No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> it means I don't want to do with it. That's what it means. It means King Jong-un and Trump both realize, like, hey, there's a lot to work on. Do you feel like doing it? And they're like, no. no. Like, well, why don't we just get out there and tell we're working on it? And they're like, all oh, right. good idea. <laughs> <laughs> that works all the time. Now, I got to be honest. I like what Trump did here. I like what he did. We're going to get into the ins and outs a little bit. But the thing that caught my eye more than anything else, the thing that I really want to discuss is that apparently King Jong-un travels with his own bathroom. Yes. What did you read about that? I, that he just he doesn't trust any other toilet and bathroom. All right, so I'm, I'm going to read. This is from the information that I got. The armored car, which brought him to the milestone meeting with the South Korean president, Moon Jae, in April, has its own toilet, and he reportedly brings one with him, even on travels within North Korea. And as a man who hates using bathrooms, this to me is the world's most luxury good. <laughs> <laughs> like, if I was a dictator, this is exactly the one thing I would demand also. That everywhere I go, I'm going to have my bathroom car. No one else can. And I bet this is a nice-ass bathroom. I bet it's clean. Oh, for sure. I bet it's just, like, golden. Like, I, this w- that would be my... Like, if there's one luxury good in the world that if you said you have all the money in the world, what would you car want? Car bathroom. I want, I, want, I want this traveling bathroom set up. I want to know a little bit more of, like, the ins and outs of what this bathroom is, who operate, like... like you think it- there's a bathroom attendant in there? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's probably just, like, single stall. It's just like, and also, I don't think anyone else in the car is allowed to use it. No. It's like no, a one-hitter. You got to have some real balls on you to use the dictator's bathroom. Yes. That's like. Do you think Trump asked, like, if, it, he, could, if he could use, he use it? it? Listen, I, I, I need it. Yeah, I, there's he, no way. There's no way Kim Kim would trust him. No, okay. Now, this but is there something. But there was yeah. more to it. What? About th- what. Oh, well, we'll get into that. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll get into that in one second. This blew my mind, though. Isn't it kind of crazy how lucrative being a dictator is? Just to dictate. No, it's like, what does North Korea do that him being in charge of all that leads to him being this well? Like, it's just enslaved. But what do they do? They farm? Like, how does he end up being that wealthy at the end of him... It's a do they small have any co- resources. That's what I'm wondering. I don't know because they I can't. Think they, pr- they must. I think have they resources. sell coal, for a while. I think they were selling coal to China, but then I thought that kind of got shut down. Like at the end of the day, where's his money coming from? Because he's super rich. Well, it's it's been amassed over the years, and I think all whatever. I think resources, they sell. I think they sell like, military just technology. All his. It's or, his. Yeah, it's like. How many? Do you know how many people live in North? I have no idea. I have zero clue. Okay. In terms of the world, how rich do you think King Jun Un is? Like, where do you think he is uh, on, like, the richest man chart? Because they I say that know. Putin's probably actually the richest person in the world. For real? Yeah. Wow. That's something to think about. What, how rich Putin is? Yeah. Like, I think, like, $800 billion. Like, that something insane. doesn't sound real. I think, I think he's got, like, an insane amount of money. Okay. But I could be very wrong on that. Okay, moving forward. So the reason why he's shitting in his own stall, traveling with his own bathroom, hit us. I think he 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 thinks his shit is like top secret material that people are gonna get secrets off of. Yeah. So this the the things that these people that like they they believe they believe are insane, or like that they want the 
North the Korean North Koreans to believe. Thing. Yeah, like they have to put on. Do you think like he actually truly believes that, or, or he's is just that, putting like, on a show? Put, yeah, like putting on just like the same thing. How they say like North Korea has won the gold medal in every single Olympics. That's a good question. I have no idea. I think I think they must actually believe it because if not, I think they would just pretend like he was what? using his own bathroom and he would just use the hotel bathroom. No, I I th- I think there's a me- uh, kind of legitimacy or his anxiety or fear of like not wanting to use a public bathroom and um, thinking someone's gonna I don't know infiltrate it or. Put it, well, like poison him or something yeah. in there. I don't know who the fuck knows, but I, I really don't think he could truly believe that people want to r- kind of find out what's going on in his shit. Well, this is what this is the way the article put it. Well, denied determined sewer determined sewer divers inti- insights into the supreme leader's stools. And I'm thinking the same. Man. I'm thinking the same way. Do they really think there's some CIA CIA guy who gets into the <laughs> sewer and can start sifting through piles of shit? Like, <laughs> is there a guy just like in the sewer and he's like picking up logs like they're diamonds? Like, nope, not it. Nope, not <laughs> it. I, 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 like, how do you determine shit in a sewer? Like, how the fuck does that even weeding through like other shit? Right. Or the other thing is, like, is there really, like, a senator who goes on tour of, like, a Navy SEAL facility, and they're like, you got to meet Rex, and he shakes Rex's hand, and he's like, that guy's the best damn shit collector we have. (laughs) No one can get through a sewer like this guy, and the senator just looks at his hand like, oh, God. Yeah, it seems like, it seems too ridiculous. It's got to be put on, like, just to kind of trick their... The only thing I can think of is they think that, like, the sewer is attached to something that it never actually goes into, like, the sewer. But the thought that, like, the CIA would want someone's shit would actually have someone sit down and study shit and that they could really glean any real information from that just seems a little too insane. Yes. But maybe we don't know enough about fecal matter. Maybe this is our opportunity to become real experts in something and bring some news to the people. Well jump on it rob if if that's what what you think all right now this meeting between these two countries was highly successful and i think it was in part because they actually this time they got the menu right <laughs> <laughs> what they serve we spoke or i'm gonna read it to you you want to take any uh any guesses if you were no, if you I, were in charge of this i think you got to have like a mix of the two cultures okay um i think and they had some but if you got Trump and you got someone Asian, what are you for sure serving? <sighs> this is simple. Rice. There you go. There's going to be rice. Bo- yeah. There's gonna they be both rice. love rice. They both love rice. Okay. He was served a prawn cocktail. Do you know what a prawn cocktail is? I don't, I don't know, know what, a, what prawn. a prawn is. You do or don't? I do. What is a prawn? It's like a type of shellfish. Or like oh, okay. Shrimp type. Prawn cocktail accompanied by an avocado salad. Green mango caribou, a rice dish, along with fresh octopus and stuffed cucumber. As a main course, what? It sounds like very bougie already. Yeah. (laughs) As a main course, they were given a choice of beef short rib, sweet and sour crispy pork, and Yangzhou fried rice. For dessert, ice cream. All right. And really, if you ask me, I think the only thing you need for world peace is every country has to start electing fat people and then we just have to get them together for dinner that's it yeah. 
<laughs> but the thing is, like, that seems, I don't know, like, I feel like both of them would have just been like, all right, what's on the kids' menu? Oh, that's funny. They'd both be like, what the fuck is yeah, this? Like, I don't Where want the chicken fingers? prawn cocktail bullshit. Yeah. Like, Yangzu salad? Uh, pass. Hard pass, guys. Bring out the, f- the like, hot dogs. Where are the fucking cheeseburgers? <laughs> yeah. Like, they both left yeah. to, like, put their fingers in their mouth and then go eat what they actually <laughs> wanted to eat. Not even throw it well, up. Well, I like, think just... even if, like, you are got a kid's palate, beef... Or maybe sh- they were, like, eating under the table, like, a cheeseburger or something. I like think that. beef short rib followed by ice cream is pretty... You know what I mean? You can't go wrong with that. No, that's fine. Even I'm saying even for kids, but, like, all the other shit, if you're not, like, into it, you're yeah. gonna you're not really going to eat, but... Are they going to have... Yeah. I feel like they could have done a lot more with like because both of those guys are like legit like uh pretty well known like big big fast food guys. Right, so it's almost they surprising could, that they didn't just do like burgers and shakes. Yeah. Like sponsored by Shake Shack. <laughs> yeah, some shit. Or like in whatever the I don't know, Korean kinda top that would have been way, that would have been way more fun if they were in this hotel. I think it was like twelve grand a night, like something yeah. just insane. And then what they served was like literally <laughs> McDonald's. Yeah. Like, uh, does McDonald's have hot dogs? I don't think McDonald's is a hot dog joint. I don't know. I don't know either. All right. The next thing that made this meeting it's super too, fun it's too high grade for them. What a hot dog yeah. for McDonald's. <laughs> the next thing that's fun about a Trump presidency is that all of a sudden. People like Dennis Rodman become an authority in foreign policy. Yeah. <laughs> like He's when they were looking, like the preeminent source. Yeah, when you were looking for someone who could get on the news and explain the situation, you go with Don, Dennis Rodman. So here's the first clip I want to play from Dennis Rodman, where he's describing how he ended up in North Korea. Mm. You needed to make something happen for North Korea. There's so many places you could have gone in the world that have, you know, a much easier path to peace than North Korea, given the record of human rights abuses and other practices of this despotic regime. But you chose North Korea. Why? Well, you know, I I feel like, like I said, I was very naive when I went over there. I didn't didn't understand and uh, expect all the things I was getting when I went over there. They said, do you realize what you was doing, Dennis, when you went over there? I said, no. I thought it was just another one of those those things I was just doing. uh, Mm -hmm. And I hear that, and I'm pretty sure Dennis thought he was going to Thailand. <laughs> it just seems like he showed up, and he's like, wait, there are no ladyboys here? Fuck, I'm in the wrong Korea. Um, and then here is where I think Donald, Tr- uh, um, Dennis Rodman got King Jong-un. Very easily confusable. Yes. <laughs> Dennis Rodman just got King Jong-un completely right. Um, quick clip. <laughs> One thing about him, though, I always say about him, he's, he's more like a big kid, uh, even though he's small. He's more like a big kid, but he he loves to have a good time, and um and I was saying last night or this morning or this morning that he was going around taking selfies and stuff like that, and I was saying that this guy wants to be around the world. He wants to come to America. He wants to enjoy his life. He wants his people to enjoy his life. But he just I think that the fact that he doesn't have the tools and maybe the the fact that but the politics the politics of this whole meeting uh, is just going to happen. I think this is going to change a lot, and I hope the fact that. President Trump can understand more right. than Kim and we're is back. trying to. So that's the thing. There were so many people in the news that were playing this card of um, how can you possibly legitimize this person? 
this guy's committed such crimes against humanity. If you go mm-hmm. and you say, hey, he's a good guy, or you show, you accept him into the world stage, you're, you're legitimizing. There are people who are literally suffered in concentration camps, and you're legitimizing this person. It's because if you want to negotiate, you, you can't just go shame, harass, go to war. That's not the way you, you win people over. That's not the way you win people over. When you go, hey, man, we're willing to look past all that shit if we can move forward and correct this. People go, they feel accepted, and they're like, that's what Trump's doing. Trump's playing this like, hey, man, I'm your best friend. The world likes you. Everyone's cool with you. We just got to move past the shenanigans. Mm -hmm. And this guy's actually buying into it because I don't think— He has, like, some—he just wants to be liked. I don't think he just wants to be liked. I think he was born into this dictatorship thing, and, like, obviously he's super wealthy, and I think he understands I need to— keep my hold on power for self-survival because when you get removed from those places you're fucked so i think he understands the dictator game of if i'm not ruthless we're fucked and i think there are enough people below him that understand the way the system is played there that like they keep everyone out there in line but at the end of the day i think this guy would love to just show up in america and fuck some hot chicks and go to a club and like he would love that more than this doctrine of we got to show the world of communist North Korea yeah. and I'm the lord and leader. He doesn't care about any of that shit. That's not his game. Like he was in- born into that. And he knows that this is stupid shit. He wants to travel the world, eat cheeseburgers, and shit in his own bathroom. Yeah. He's a simple-minded guy. And so Trump's the only like goofy enough idiot that he can show up. And he always plays that card with people where it's like, listen, if you're cool with me, I'm your best friend. And then uh-huh. the second you cross him, he's a miserable fucking prick. And I think like people almost got the intel on that. Like, listen, if we give Trump what he wants, he's going to be cool with us. Yeah, that's all, that's all you need to do. And so that's the uh, that's kind of what Rodman was throwing out there, and what Trump's been doing, which is legitimately winning him over. And now, what what's so fun about this is like, if this is a win for Trump, I love the thought of like, if Trump and Dennis Rodman can negotiate more peace treaties, <laughs> like go like, on a, the world yeah, tour, like if they're just the dream team of <laughs> of like getting peace in the world, like they go to the Middle East next and they just solve that shit. They just take just care of it. One day, in, out, boom, boom, boom. Yeah, like, it's like one day, like Trump, aliens. Rodman. But yeah, like they're just, just getting it done. <laughs> you get like championship pose pictures, like in all these places. They just go on tour. Like I love the thought of aliens invade Earth and like, all right, just send Trump and Rodman. They got this. <laughs> the dream team. All right, so here was the last thing I wanted to say about the summit. Um, was oh no, here's a quick clip of after Trump, I guess, n- had good negotiations or conversations with um Kim Jong Un. I want to play a quick clip. Here it is. Going great. We had a, a really fantastic meeting. A lot of progress. Uh, really very positive. I think better than anybody could have expected. Top of the line. You know, it's basically up there. We had ice cream, okay? The best ice cream. Not that stuff you get in the market. I'm talking slave labor <laughs> ice cream, okay? <laughs> Listen, we get along. He's in over his head. I'm in over his head. We both got good hookers to give his head, okay? We're getting along great. We're going to solve this shit. So two aides from the Trump team were asked what is Trump's stance on foreign policy this they were asked it by the um by the Atlantic what is the Trump document um doctrine and the response was that the administration's foreign policy is we're America bitch (laughs) (laughs) and now if he gets a couple more wins and he ran on that the next election cycle he would totally win oh for sure that's even better than make America great again yeah just we're America bitch it's like next it's like 
Make America Great Again 2.0. Yeah, like, exactly. He he like one upped it, one, yeah. and then all the people were like, "You can't talk like that. You can't talk like that." Fuck like you. You know how great that is, just being up like in a debate. Like, listen, we're America, bitch. <laughs> what are you gonna do with your foreign pot? Do you see what I did in North Korea? We're America, bitch. All right. <laughs> it's the best. Okay. Um, where are we at? Uh, all right. Let's do a couple, a uh, couple, a couple more news stories. Did you read this? I didn't send you this article. I should have. Okay. But this one's crazy. They found Albert Einstein's travel diaries. Ooh. And they sat down to translate it, and they're like, "All right, this is the wisest guy ever, and he went to all these places. I wonder what amazingly brilliant things the smartest person ever had to say about these other cultures." And it was some racist <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it was only like he was like an Asian. He just was like, man, these fucking out. people. <laughs> Hitler should have came to this country. They're reading it like Einstein. <laughs> Whoa, tone it down, buddy. Tone All it right, down. we got to burn these things. <laughs> now, I would have loved if that was like just being like done live. You know what I mean? Like oh, a guy's like, like sitting there like, like, we just found this and who knows what other secrets. Um, All right. Where like they couldn't edit it down like to somewhat tolerable yeah you know what now that i think about it because i don't i i i kind of just read the single news story on that i thought it was ridiculous i wonder what's actually in there and how how because you never know what these kind of things what do you mean you never know if like maybe they were or, like overplaying it, like it was actually one reasonable or uh, un, I, I don't know i can't i can't gauge it i didn't see directly well, what he said the transcripts we're gonna have to maybe for next week <laughs> The Fed confronts a dilemma. Confronts a dilemma over the hot jobs. What? Just work with me here. Cronuts. The Fed. Oh, dude, I'm hungry for some cake after this. All right, we can discuss that when the episode's ever. Fed confronts a dilemma over the hot job market, and this is what's great about government intervention in the markets. It's that only with that do we have a situation where there's full employment. And someone's going, oh, fuck. <laughs> that just tells you they're doing something that's not good yeah. when you end up in that situation where they're like, full employment, fuck, we got to do something about this. Um, so here's the last article. This is Gosh, what was left over. Back. Yeah. This was the article I wanted to read from last week. It was a Wall Street Journal article. Central banks try new tactics. What do you think their new tactics are? People are starting beyond the central banks and how they're manipulating markets, fucking over the common man. What do you think they're doing to win people back over? Um, They are putting together a program where it's like rig your own market. Ooh, that'd be fun. Like, where like you a can, Sin like, City type game of yeah, financial like where markets. Y- you can control, I don't know, a rate or a, <laughs> a currency or, I don't know, some... some. Well, you're not totally wrong. <laughs> They're trying to be more entertaining. <laughs> okay, there we go. <laughs> now, I don't think they took the video game aspect, which is interesting because I think the problem with the video game aspect is you would see the way it just crushes... No, I'm not talking about video games. Crush- I'm saying the real deal. Oh, like you people like, can just show up and like and actually like really fuck around with with the currency. Know. It could be interesting. So, so what are Norway's they central it, uh, bank scored an unlikely viral hit last year with a comedy rap music video to promote a series of COD-themed banknotes oh. featuring DJ Codfather and a cameo by the bank's governor. Oyston Olsen, the COD is coming now. They really like their fish out there. Well, I, I was also thinking that really makes me question the quality of entertainment in Norway <laughs> when this was a hit. But let's play a little bit of it. 
and I actually I, I translated and apparently translate to the Jews are stealing your valve. <laughs> All right. Now it happens to be I'm going to read these two paragraphs so you can get a feeling for the way the Fed has operated in the past. Until recently, they preferred to obscure their intentions. Secrecy helped to avoid inter um, interference. Didn't oh fuck this whole paragraph got fucked up. Um, okay, in other words, they don't want politicians intervening in Fed policy because, uh, firstly, I think that they do, but because then they can say, hey, fucking make sure that this economy's cooking. I don't mm -hmm. care if there's low interest. We can lead to inflation down the line. So theoretically, they need to be separate from government in order that those politics of that doesn't get in their way of actually um, creating an uh, environment for sound money. It doesn't operate that way, but as a theoretical, they're supposed to, and that's why they want to be outside of, like, me and you voting. Because if me and you voted uh -huh. for, like, the Fed, we'd be like, give us the low interest rates, give us the low interest rates, and we'd fuck over, you know, future generations. Now, th that's what happens anyways. Um, that has changed recently as central banks want independence to set policy free from government interference. More recently launched large and complex stimulus policies such as printing large amounts of monies to buy government debt. Central bankers worry they could, they could lose those new powers without public support. So, for example, out in Germany, the Bundesbank, Bundesbank. The best one. Yeah, put out bounty councils, balloon artists, food carts, and a band to lure locals last summer to its Frankfurt headquarters, a slab of raw gray concrete and brutalist style. And now what's great about this is like when World War III happens and people are like, how did you not realize that all of Europe owed money to Germany? They'd be like, well, they, they had balloons. <laughs> and like, and cotton are, candy. How are we supposed to know? They served us cotton candy. What are you talking about? We love those guys. All right. The last thing I want to talk about, we I, I alluded to this at the end of last week's episode. This it was is not, a teaser. You it teased was, it. It's not a fully fleshed out thought, but well, it is. That, that's as every thought fleshed, here. Yeah, that's as fleshed out as we know. No, sometimes things are are somewhat fleshed out, but I think that there's um, I'm I'm noticing something that I think that there's a flaw in a lot of our logic that I think that in life there's opportunities to go out and take stuff. And like I said, I'm not talking about theft, and I'm actually not describing confidence. What I'm describing is that some things are just available for the taking, and that what ends up happening is everyone else kind of reacts where they go, wait a second, you can just have taken that? And then they start trying to develop these systems to be like, wait, that's not fair. We used to have this. We used to have that. And that's not the way the world really works. So here's kind of my example. All right. Imagine someone gets, like, um, uh, an executive from your office gets fired, and he had, like, a desk in the corner with like this great chair and these four computer monitors mm -hmm. and for months it's just left open and everyone in the office just assumes like okay they're gonna hire another one and then one day you just decide to walk into the boss's office and goes hey i've been working on like these spreadsheets i could really use multiple screens is it cool if i just start using that desk and the guy goes yeah what do i care mm -hmm. and then you start using it everyone in the office is like what the fuck hey, why yeah. does he get to use it Wait, wait, that's not fair. Did he get promoted? What's going on? How come? And then the reality was, it was just there and available to be taken. Any, for, for anyone. Anyone could have taken it. Someone just needed to say, hey, that's available. I'm going to go take it. There was no system in place. The system in place for who got it was whoever actually just stood up and said, and that's not a confidence thing. It's just an acknowledgement that some things are available to be taken. Like, sometimes I think that's even true of, like, women. It's not so much like, like... 
having the confidence to talk to them, and I'm not talking about go rape someone. So if that's what you <laughs> thought I was saying, you're not following this at all. Sometimes people are out, they want to have fun, and they're just like, they're game. You just have to be willing to go out and take it. And I think like a lot of people, like you sit on the sidelines, you wait for opportunity, or like you're resentful that other people are moving forward, or people start sitting around and discussing like, well, what's the strategy for this? Or how come that guy gets that? Or like, we need to create a different system here for how people end up getting stuff. And it's like, this means it's this mixed insight. It's not like, it's not about the confidence of like, oh, if I go do this, like I will succeed. It's more the insight that like some things are just available to be, to be taken. You just have to be, you just have to go and do it. Right. You just need to fucking step up to the plate. Yeah, you just have to go take it. Like, I, I promise you, like, there's I, whatever you do in your life, there's opportunity in front of you, and it, it's not it's not even having balls. It's not about having balls. It's about having the knowledge that, like, if you just went and did it, things are available to you. You just have to go do it. And th- there might be some rejection along the way. Like, I'm not saying everything's available in this. You're not even saying that it's like, uh, oh, this is just a one-step thing. Like, you do it, and then, like, there's a result. No, it could be... you. It's like you have to do a, a bunch of different shit. No, I think it's just you have to have the knowledge that there are, like, I think the universe actually kind of rewards in a way people that are go-getters and people that have this mindset of, like, like I, I'm going to be, I'm not going to be denied and I'm going to go, like, create these things for myself. Like, for example, I was telling people, like, that were looking for jobs because I email CEOs, just email the CEO directly. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Like that, it's it's not quite that kind of shit. I, I, like I said, I haven't totally fleshed this out. It's like a different, like mindset that I'm trying to click into a little bit. That like I think, you sit on the sidelines, you wait for things to happen, and that's not the way the world works. And then you start having resentment that other people have things that you don't. Yeah. And it's it's not confidence. That's the wrong way to look at it. It's not about having confidence and not about having this insight of that, like you deserve things or that things will work out it's more the insight of that some things are available just to be taken you might as well be the person to go take it there is no fair system in place it's like if you're out in a field and there's just like a diamond in the middle of the field and no one's taking it because everyone's being shy and there's this assumption that like it's going to go to the right person it's and then some guy just walks around and goes i'm just going to take this hey did anyone have this yet and then everyone's like why didn't i go do that or like who the fuck does that guy think he is? Right, every, and then everyone wrote, like, oh, it was just available. Uh-huh. We, I should have just done that. Why didn't I do that? that that's kind of what I'm getting at. I have a lot of those feelings. <laughs> I do too, and, yeah. and that's what I'm starting to realize. It's on you. All right, so on that note, here's what I kind of want to float into the world. This is what I want to take, is I've noticed that amongst our listeners, we have some people that are significantly... I want to say more intelligent than you and I. Oh, for sure. Like we've got people. Yeah, I, I, it's probably ninety-eight percent of our. We got people that base. like a, a couple weeks ago. I did. Um. Uh. Let me pull up the name of his podcast. Kids oh name. God. That's, what? You have to look up the name of the podcast that you were on. Kid's name is Max Glar. Podcast is the local maximum. He works over at Foursquare. Went to Yale, and he's like, he's probably like on a list of a hundred people that are like probably the, the you know the world experts on AI. Okay. And he listens to us and our stupidity. For and real? I, yeah. And I've noticed Shout that. Shout out, Max. I've noticed what like up? I've noticed some other people that are like have like physics degrees. They got like all sorts of shit We're going on. We're fucking talking. I feel like you know what I think I I think I figured it out. Okay. Here's my theory on this. Yeah. These people are listening to us. Trying to figure out the way dumb people think. <laughs> Either that they want to or like themselves. it's like holy shit, I just spent like all day 
working about on these physica- physicist shit and like developing this AI. I just need to wind down with some fucking run your mouth podcast to like just depress, you know, like decompress my like brain and and just listen to some stupid shit. Could be. So two things. First is if you're an expert in something specific, send me an email, robsnewsroom at gmail.com. I come across topics all the time that I would love to speak to an expert on. For example, this past week I was reading about some things that they just passed in the Supreme Court. I don't know. If someone listening to this is a constitutional lawyer. Let me know. I read things about interest rates. If you're working in finance and you really know this shit, I'm, I'd like to know more about what this means that the ECB is like unwinding its bond program. Like, I think we got people in our audience who actually know shit. If you're one of those people, send me an email. I'd love to have you call in. You can ask Yosef. If you're not interesting, I'll edit it. So don't worry. <laughs> On the does, same does note. anybody listen? Uh, do, do you guys hear me? Uh, so, so, does anyone out there listen? Listen to me because uh, I feel like Rob's just editing everything I say. Just cuts me out, <laughs> and I never really listen back to these things. So. I have no way of confirming that I'm actually on this (laughs) podcast. On the same note, if you want to call in and pretend like you're an expert... Ooh, even better. There's nothing more (laughs) run your mouth than that. And me and Yosef will bet beforehand on whether or not we're dealing with a real expert. So email us. Rob's News or Mitch email. We could even have a game show. Yeah, we could make Are you you an expert expert or not? Expert or not. Like, you know, bring in these physicists and then bring in the fake physicists. And we'll have to guess, like, which one is... Who can, yeah, who can get past our, our expert radar? So that's first. Email us, robsnewsroom at gmail.com. Next is, when I was putting out Rob's Newsroom, what I 80% of the content that I got from Rob's Newsroom was someone told me about Reddit World News and Reddit Politics. And for the year that I was putting that out consistently, almost everything that piqued my interest came from that. If someone hadn't turned me on to that news source, I mean, I just don't know where most of that content would have come from. Okay. Now, I am Reddit World News, Reddit Politics almost rarely has an article that I have any interest in whatsoever. I'm pulling a lot of shit from the Wall Street Journal. If you're coming across like good news stories or you know a good place that I should be reading articles from, please let me know. Robsnewsroom at gmail.com. What I really like are stories that are just like inherently funny off the bat. Like the fact that King Jun-un is traveling with his own toilet, that's just already funny. I like those. I like things that in show the inherent flaw of government, like when even if you're the most liberal leftist on the planet, you read it. Like, for example, here's a good example. I mean, it's a terrible thing, but like there was a news story about how um, soldiers were committing suicide while on hold with the VA. Oy. Like that or no one for however how much you love the government, you read a news story like that and you have to confront the fact, OK, there are flaws in this system. I love news stories like that. The next thing that I love and we haven't covered in a while, um, like science and health developments, but more specifically, I love survey information. I love being able to like get statistics on like what trends are in people, millennials like that. We haven't really done one of those stories in a while, but I do find that shit really interesting. So if you're coming across anything that would be insightful, good places. Oh, I, oh, here's one more thing that I'm looking for. I love like if I can go to a website and kind of scan headlines really quickly, like scan like 60 like, headlines and go, okay, that's the one story I want to read. Okay. So I'm floating that out there. Like I said, have, I think like, sometimes- the news up in like 40 different tabs. And yes. you can just X out, X out, X out. Kind of. Yeah. 
<laughs> um, no, <laughs> until more, you find something that you more really. More what like. I'm saying is I love like a day, like if someone knows. Um, I, I used to read off of Fox News, but like sometimes you can get like a good daily news recap where it's like two basically two paragraphs where they tell you everything that they covered that day and you can click to those stories. Uh -huh. Those are super helpful because you can kind of catch. So in the vein of what I was saying that sometimes I think opportunity exists in the world and you just go, don't go out and take it. I'm noticing, I think that there's a good opportunity with this fan base for you guys to get a little bit involved, chip in a little bit, help us get some great content out there. Yeah, because so I, ain't, I ain't, I ain't chipping in. No, he's great. Except for he edits hockey videos for, 12 year olds instead of highlights from the show but that's fine we're gonna we're gonna work that out and he also tries to soak my asshole with seltzers that he pretends to bring but anyway it was ice fair point that's true the seltzers got here the seltzers in full were fashion intact. in perfect perfect temperature yes okay everyone so much that you poured it half of it out just onto the grass no, no i did that no no, no that what, was me being crazy was yes you're crazy I'm so crazy. <laughs> I would because love to hear why you we're emptied a, half of it. No, I'll tell you. Oh, my God. I, I know the reason already. And you're psycho. It. Why do you think it is? You feel like the just the no. park sense or park like. I'm afraid that an ant crawled in there and that if an ant did crawl in, it would be floating at the top. And so if I spilled out a whole bunch, I'd get to what was clean of an Perfect. ant. Perfect. 12 ounces of, of seltzer. Ice cold seltzer, and you pour out seven ounces of it. Well, you brought me two, so I wanna... saw another allotted seltzer. Oh, you think I you're getting enjoy. that second yes, one? Yes, I'm getting a fresh uh, seltzer right I now. I don't know if that's in the cards for you. All right. Dumping uh, all that shit in front of me. Cool beans. Thanks for listening. Uh, Rob's Newsroom at gmail.com. Run your mouth. Tell your friends. Let's go eat some cake. Later.